Welcome, friends, to Workplace Injury Prevention, a Fit for Work podcast, where we are bringing the power of prevention to you. I am your host, Curtis Kopotic, and I am joined by my co-host, Amber Brown, and today we get the pleasure of talking to Larry Feeler. He is the CEO and founder of WorkSteps. He is the godfather of post-offer pre-employment testing. And with that experience, he brings in a great insight, because when we think about delivery truck drivers or anybody who needs a DOT physical, oftentimes we think that, well, well, the DOT physical is good enough and what more screening needs to be done. And he brings how with the addition of post-offer testing, how that one extra step saves you so much in the long run. And the savings are in terms of injury reduction and money costs when it comes to work comp claims. So huge savings there. Take a listen to Larry and let's see what he has to say. So it's great to have you back on, Larry, and we really appreciated your insights last time. And this time we're going to be talking about the difference between a DOT physical and a post-offer test. And this is something that is going to be a great benefit that may help open and hopefully will open a lot of eyes. So first, let's just start off with this. What is a DOT physical? What is a post-offer test? And then what are some differences between them? Okay. Well, a a DOT test is regulated by the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Association for people who have a CDL or commercial driver's license to drive any vehicle that meets the requirements that's regulated by the Department of Transportation. So it's called a DOT physical. It's it's just like a sports physical that you perform in school. It's very benign. It basically just looks at the systems and does a medical screen where the post-offer test is more designed to do a gross medical screen of the things that might affect your ability to work, like a aerobic capacity and specific musculoskeletal problems that you're looking for, like a torn rotator cuff in the shoulder and things like that. So you're really trying to match the physical abilities and the medical capability of the individual to their specific job. Where in a DOT, it's more generic and most of the time the doctors don't even know what the job demands are. Larry, you used an example with Curtis and I as far as relating that DOT physical to a sports physical. And I know Curtis and I coming from the athletic training world and a lot of our safety participants, we kind of relate those worlds back and forth. Can you go through that analogy again as far as DOT physicals in relationship to that pre-sports physical that we Yes, I mentioned that because most people have been through a physical like that, a sports physical and it really, and if you noticed, you didn't do anything that had anything to do with your sport. You know, they looked for scoliosis in your back. They did a gross check of your flexibility and things like that, but they really didn't do anything sports specific. And it's kind of the same way with the DOT physical. It's kind of a benign process. And really through the years, it's become more of a ritual that's performed to uh, say somebody can be certified under the DOT to drive. But it is very limited on matching the physical ability of the person to the job. Well, yeah, for sure. And for me, I guess the analogy or something that kind of sticks out to me is it's kind of like the BMI, you know, your body mass index. It's a Sure, it is a tool, but it still doesn't like a BMI is so simplistic as opposed to doing an assessment on the actual person. So you're saying that a post-offer test has so many more specific things like, oh, you're you're saying this takes that deeper dive instead of just, you know, the DOT is kind of like that BMI, a more simplistic. Yes, it's still a tool, but it's still not as in-depth and specific to that individual. So you don't get the full understanding of what that specific person can do. Because some of these DOT people, they're, I mean, they're having to, you know, move a lot of cases up and down ramps and lifting heavy boxes, correct? Well, that's right. And I've, I've been doing 
DOT physicals because I'm, I'm on the National Registry of Certified Medical Examiners, and I've been doing those for almost nine years, and I've been doing post-offer testing for over 20 years. And you're right, it is very limited, but I will say that the DOT focuses on the systems like the heart, the lungs, swelling in the extremities, deformities, uh, and there's some non-discretionary things that you, you know, you have to pass. You have to be able to see 2040 in at least one eye. You have to be able to hear at a certain decibel and things like that. But when it comes to the physical fitness, literally most physicians have you pinch their fingers, bend forward and touch your toes, maybe do a squat, check your reflexes, check sensation and swelling. But they really don't do anything more than gross muscle strength testing. Where, you know, with a post-offer test, we're really looking for the strains and sprains, the pre-existing impairments that somebody has that might make them actually dangerous to themselves if they take a certain type of job like what you're talking about that's very physically demanding. There's never been, at least to my knowledge, there's never been any DOT physical that required somebody to lift, to boom down a chain, to pick up a 65-pound tarp and throw it up on the truck. And that's exactly what post-offer testing does. It, first of all, checks to see if they have significant damage to any joints or they've had any significant surgeries that might limit their or impair them. And then we try to match that person to the job capabilities. And it's just like, just like BMI, we see some people that are gigantic and BMI is perfect for them because they can move a house. We see little people with a small BMI who are very strong for their size. And then other people who are very, li very little, who can't hardly do anything. And some big people that have a high BMI that can barely handle their own body weight. So the real key is getting down to an individualized assessment and with the post offer, what you're trying to do is make sure that that individual is safe enough with the impairments that they have, because we all have pre-existing injuries of some sort. Make sure that those aren't going to turn into something really bad that makes it where they, you know, they actually get injured and can't perform their job. And I think this is a question that uh, a lot of our listeners have is, does the post offer testing include the DOT physical for them, or is that something that uh, they would have to do separately? Yeah, that is something that's typically done separately. There are a few places that do a DOT physical and then they do some very quick essential function lifting, maybe three or four, maybe even up to six essential functions. And so there are there are those types of facilities that do both. And a lot of clinics that we work with, they also do both because they have a nurse practitioner or a healthcare professional like myself who's DOT certified and they have a physical therapy clinic or an occupational medicine clinic where they can actually test the essential functions. So if we've piqued somebody's interest as far as having post-offer testing, can we really hit it home as far as how does this post-offer test help reduce workplace injuries and a company's work comp Yeah, it's kind of, that's an interesting question. Very well put. There's been studies over the years, some that as many as 40 years of review of DOT physical testing and the efficacy of it. And quite honestly, I have to admit that you know you got to realize when a company sends to a doctor over and over again, they don't want to see a high ratio of people who don't pass the test or the doctor could actually be jeopardizing his position with the company. So for example, we see a lot of physicians who won't refer somebody who has all the symptoms of sleep apnea out because the company will say, you know, we're just going to send them to another doctor that, that didn't look at that. We won't have to wait for them to come to work and we won't have to get that testing done because it could take up to three or four weeks to get that done. Those are really conflicts of interest. And the DOT literature and the medical research actually says that only about that less than 2% of the people have a significant medical condition that is discovered by that exam. 
On the other hand, when you're looking at like an athletic trainer would, which is what a lot of our test is like, we're looking for a torn rotator cuff in the shoulder. We're looking for torn ligaments in the knee. And we've seen it in 18-year-olds who were, were working at a convenience store, but they played football for years and they actually had ruptured ligaments and somebody had given them the wrong diagnosis, wrong brace, and they were unstable. So we referred them to a physician to get that under control before they actually injured themselves. It is more of a process where we're determining physical capability as it's required of the job, but you also really need to look at that part of the post offer that takes over 50 measurements to find out if there's a diagnosis of carpal tunnel, uh, neurological back conditions and things like that. Hey everyone, John Grove, CEO of Fit for Work. We'll get right back to the podcast in a minute. But if you are tired of chasing injuries and working hard to get those numbers down, Fit for Work can definitely help. Our clients see a 50% reduction in the number of injuries and associated costs and enjoy the efficiency and ease of interacting with the turnkey program. Now, there are four ways that we partner with employers, on-site early intervention, industrial ergonomics, safety compliance, and employee testing. And while many people know us as working with large companies, we do have ergonomic and safety solutions for small and medium-sized clients as well. Imagine how your day-to-day would improve if you were able to bring a 50% reduction in injuries to the table. To connect with us, it's super simple. Go to wellworkforce.com, click on Connect With Us button, and put our team to work for you. I love that it's the investment that you're putting up front to pay dividends in the long run because you're helping avoid bogging down a lot of unnecessary injuries by getting ahead. And I think that's a very simplistic and positive message that people can take from this. And the, the time commitment difference, uh, it, how would you compare the two requirements uh, for a DOT versus the post-offer test? You know, the DOT for most clinicians is probably a 15-minute exam. The post-offer test is actually probably an hour if it's a comprehensive test that's doing what I talk about with the looking for diagnostic problems. Another thing that's not a part of the DOT, which we think is very important, is to find out what their heart condition is like under stress. So we do an aerobic capacity test, and if they can't complete that test, then they're referred out to a physician just like they would be if the doctor doing the DOT had found some kind of murmur when he was listening to their heart. It's more designed to look at what kind of condition are they in, what kind of pre-existing impairments. Like recently, I had a total knee surgery, but before that, I had ruptured my quad. And so for years, I only had about 100 degrees of bend in my right leg. I could still run. I could squat my body weight with one leg, doing all that because I'm a physical therapist too. So I could handle my impairment. And But if I'd never measured that prior to being hired, and then I, then actually the company would be liable for that. And so that you can see how important it is to find out what somebody's baseline aerobic and range of motion and strength and functional capability as it relates to their essential functions is to make sure that they're safe. And quite honestly, we typically cut companies' injuries in half the first year by doing post-offer testing. What I want to say is that as a physical therapist, my life actually changed when I, when I became a part of trying to do something to prevent injuries versus react to them. And post-offer testing is the best thing I've ever seen. I know that the therapists and doctors who have performed post-offer testing across the United States have really reduced probably hundreds of thousands of needless injuries by just matching the person's physical ability to a job that they can perform. And so it's not just identifying those big, scary, almost I think of it like as life-threatening <laughs> things as far as, I, I, that's what I feel the DOT is more aiming at. Like, is somebody going to Q 
keel over on the side of the road? Or is their sleep apnea going to make them be so tired that then they end up running off the road or running someone else off the road? So yes, we still need to have some sort of physical or exam to identify those big things. But in the long run, it's those daily injuries that occur. It's those weekly work comp claims that we are sending out for. You know, there's value in, in both tests, and that's why I perform both of them. But they look at two totally different things. If you want to find out if somebody's medically qualified, it, you have to treat everybody the same. So it doesn't matter if they're 20 or 60, they're going to get in, get that exam, and they can be certified for up to two years if they don't have a significant medical condition on the DOT. On the other side of the spectrum, what we see is a lot of people pass the DOT and they go to work in the first day or the first week or the first month, they get injured because nobody ever test drove them to find out if they could actually perform the strength required to do that job. There's a big difference in climbing in a truck and driving it. And as you alluded to earlier, Curtis, the ability to get out of that truck in the freezing cold, empty it, you know, take dolly after dolly down a, a ramp and unload it and then pick up another load and then take off with that. We didn't even check that person's aerobic capacity. We didn't check their range of motion. We didn't even find out if they could lift 10 pounds off the ground versus 100. So we, ne we didn't have the ability at all to match them to the physical demands that they're required to do day in, day out. And so I, I feel like that's a big mistake. I love what this is doing. Uh, I know as Amber and I learned about it and studied it, it, it's just only positives coming in. And really, the, I feel like it's the time commitment is so minimal compared to the benefit. And that's what the, the cost savings that go on. Yes, there's a little bit more upfront, but the long-term savings are really there. Larry, you know, another interesting comparison would be how do these compare, contrast? Can you talk about other issues in the workplace, such as absenteeism, maybe even turnover rates? and such. It's funny you ask that, but we have a, uh, actually have a third-party claims reviewer who actually does research on companies who use post-offer testing and publishes data for many of our clients. And what we've seen looking at DOT and non-DOT is that DOT really doesn't impact compensation costs because of the things we've already talked about. It definitely doesn't have any impact on absenteeism. But when we looked at our studies across the same population, we see even a 30% reduction in medical insurance claims, private insurance, because those people are better fit and match the job. But even more important, things like absenteeism, even the number of wrecks that people are involved in that do commercial driving, all those things are reduced significantly. There's a big plus in doing both types of tests. I really love that it affects more than just the workers' comp claim and that you've seen a direct correlation. And that really is a, a powerful message to the simplistic idea of making sure that we check people's qualification and in a way that helps them succeed. And that's what it's really about. It's about helping people succeed. Larry, thank you so much for your time and all the expertise that you have given to us and our listeners. Worksteps.com, that is your website, correct? And people can find out more information regarding post-offer testing and DOT testing? Yes, that's testing. correct. And I appreciate you having me on today. And I think it's been a really enjoyable conversation. Definitely. Thank you so much. Take care. Thanks, Larry. Larry. I appreciate it. We're really thankful that Larry could join us today and give us a little bit of the differences and how each test, the DOT physical and post-offer testing, can help out and 
does their own part in keeping the employees safe. You know, the part that I really liked was the analogy that he used, or even just the comparing the post offer testing to the sports physicals that we're all so familiar with, you know, whether it was as a child that you had to have a physical done, but just how yes, great. They kind of pick out these big health issues like the DOT physical does. But in reality, you don't do any sports specific testing. And so I just, it's just such a great analogy and that this post-offer testing can do some quote unquote sports specific testing to help keep all employees safe, not just those that are driving for your company. A hundred percent. I love how he sees the value in both. I think sometimes when people say, you know, this test doesn't address this problem. Sometimes people can have that uh, negative connotation like, well, then the DOT is not good enough. And he's not saying that at all. And that just that understanding that there's value in the DOT, but there's also such an increased value for post-offer testing. You know, when it comes to these drivers, as I've said, I've seen people, you know, they're delivering to restaurants and they have to empty 800 cases uh, a day. And some of them are 90 pounds each. So and taking them upstairs in a two-wheeler, it's like that takes some physical exertion for sure. I guess the, to kind of go with the analogy as well is that it's like, you know, the DOT physical is like your generic physical. And then the post-offer testing is kind of like your tryouts of what position you're, you're going to be best at. And so really it's, it's all to help the team, to help your company succeed, to know which person will be best fit to, uh, for both them and for, for your company as well. So want to thank Larry for his time and uh, for his knowledge as well. And we want to thank you for listening to this episode of Workplace Injury Prevention, a Fit for Work podcast, where we are bringing the power of prevention to you. Please like and subscribe wherever you listen. And to get started preventing injuries, please visit our website, wellworkforce.com. And remember, prevention improves lives.